Welcome to Yoga's Joyful Journey, a multi-potential journey to creative clarity. I'm your host, Yoga Wijn, and we'll be talking to amazing creative people about various topics like multi-potentialism, having many ideas, and shiny objects. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following me on Instagram at the underscore green underscore nick. everybody thank you for listening to another episode and today we will be talking to the amazing creative james martin from made by james hi james hello my friend how are you you well i'm good how are you yeah really good thank you we got a a little bank holiday today national holiday summer in the uk today so you I have got me off on the day off oh my gosh. and chat to you, which <laughs> oh. I am more than happy to do because you're great. Oh. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're here and well, thank you to be here for being here on your day off. <laughs> Even no, no, more no. amazing. <laughs> okay, so we've been um, chatting a while now, which has been great. And I was like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if James were to be on this podcast? And you said yes. Yay. <laughs> so <laughs> for the people who do not know you yet, um, which I don't think there are many, but uh, tell us, who are you? What do you do? And do you have a big, scary, hairy goal? Uh, the big, scary, hairy goal. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Yes, so I will start. So, firstly, my name is James Martin. Um, so, that's for anybody that doesn't know me. And I, I am an agency owner. I'm a logo designer, brand identity designer, but I'm also through uh, Made by James, um, a, I don't know, an invigorator, a motivator. I'm not too sure what I really am, to be fair, but my big mission is to just help other creatives on their path to greatness, really. I suppose living their best logo life. That's the way I like to put it. Yeah, I'm trying to be a very honest voice in a very not so honest world when it comes, especially social media. You know, it's all kind of quick wins, six figures in a year, you know, unattainable goals. Whereas I like to just kind of bring the dial back a little bit and, you know, a career, a career is a career for recently. It's supposed to be forty years, thirty, forty years. Right. You're not yeah. supposed to have made it in year one or two. And I'm, I'm just trying to bring back a more even, calming voice to let everybody know that it does all have to happen tomorrow. So that's kind of where I am. So yeah, brand identity designer for almost twenty years now. Um, but over the next decade, I'm definitely going to be transitioning more into the role of educator. Um, and coach for creatives around the world. I think that's where I am right now. Right. That is so cool. And I love that you keep the honesty, keeping it real, being human, as you say, but also in your book, because you have an amazing book, uh, The Honest Guide to Creativity and Global Design. So, um, which is amazing, everybody. Please go get it. So there's a shameless plug right there. I like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so 
you say, and you, you don't know what you are, which is actually really cool because you do so many things and you are so many things. Because yeah. you're human. Um, would you consider yourself to be a multi-potentialite? I mean, I, I, oh, it's a great question. I mean, when I say I don't know who I am, I know exactly where I'm going. I think okay, cool. I, I think there's a big difference. But, you know, at the moment, I'm, I think all creatives, to some extent, are multi-potentialites. I think as a creative, you tend to find ways to achieve things. You know, I would say if you are a creative business, you're a multi-potentialite because you're having to do the work, you're having to do your marketing, you're going to have to do some social media content, you're going to have to yeah. do your admin, you're going to have to do some accounts. So there's a lot of things. I mean, are, is everybody in the world a multi-potentialite <laughs> to some extent? Probably. Yeah, probably, you know, yeah. Hmm. I, I would say... I don't think there's anybody on this planet that is only doing one thing. So I think, I think, to, and I think if we all just did one thing all day, every day, we soon get bored. You know, I think there has yeah. to be, <laughs> there has to be learning. There has to be, there has to be tough times. There has to be good times. There has to be balance. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. being, you know, testing yourself on different things is, I think, the key to growth. So I think having an essence of being good at a few things is important. But it depends, you know, there's so many different ways of looking at it. Focus-wise, is it good to be a multi-potentialite? And I think I think that you can still use, you know, as long as you're focused, like for me, for example, I'm very much focused on logo design. That is my focus. Right. But around that, there's a lot of multi-potentialite stuff going on. There's courses, there's client work, there's coaching, there's communities, there's newsletters, there's social media content. Do you know what I mean? So even though I'm focused on a niche, which would classify me as not a multi-potentialite, <laughs> in and around that, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. There's an ecosystem. There's, as you say, there's books, there's all sorts of other stuff as well. So you know, those things keep me motivated because if I was just doing client work all day, every day, I would fall out of love. Right. I don't care how much I love it, I would. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think it's a good question. So I think I think we are all multi-potentialites to some extent. I think maybe some of us just have the focus that some people don't. And I think maybe that's a quite interesting conversation. But, you know, because I definitely know what I'm going to do. I definitely know what the next decade looks like for me. Wow. And I know it's focused around logo design and helping people, you know. But that could come in so many different forms. That yeah. can be speaking gigs. That could be more books. That can be more courses. That can also be helping less clients but with bigger budgets. That can be also building my community that you're a great member of, you know, and all these kind of things. These are these are all different things that I'm doing with focus. So I think focus is is a is a big word. And I think it's something that a lot of creatives struggle with, I think, sometimes as well, is the focus and routine and all of that. What do you think that is? All that jazz. What do you think that is? I think I don't think social media helps. I think think that 
we are constantly being shown different ways to do this. Do it this way. Try it this way. Um, this isn't working. You know, like I've got this guy that's always used this great example. Like there was suddenly, I don't know who comment, but who it was. I think it was my buddy Christo, actually. I think he did a, a post on like a few years back now on like brand strategy, you know, and like overnight, every logo designer changed their bio to brand strategist. Do you know what I mean? That's not, that's not Chris's fault. That's because everybody's like, oh, I can make more money over here. I'm going to go and be that. Or I think people struggle with, they, they, they're not willing, I don't like to generalize too much, but I think because social media is so, on all the time it's so accessible information so accessible it's difficult not to get distracted by what people are saying so if somebody's saying over here we make 10 grand as a brand strategist and logo design is not enough or this isn't enough automatically people who are trying to figure out who they are are going to go oh muddy I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't even Let's know go. what a strategy is, but I'm going to call yeah. myself a strategist. Anyway. And that's, you know, I think that's, I think it's the big, I mean, I was lucky enough to grow up in a creative world without social media, where it was get yourself a job, start at the bottom, take your time, learn everything. Over time, find out what it is you like, develop it, kind of funnel yourself down into a, a place where, you know, you want to be. And, you know, Careers are, you know, you're there and you're there forever. You know, obviously, you know, you don't don't have to stick to that, but in your mindset should be, this is my life. You know, yeah. I've got a big believer in that. If you're not willing to commit twenty years to your creative career, don't even bother starting it. You know, who knows what's going to happen in the future? But if you're not willing to commit, you're not in it for the right reasons. And I think. Like design's quite trendy now. You know, when, when I was growing up, you know, creativity was more of a side passion. It was something you did on the weekends. It, at school, it wasn't pushed. It was, you know, languages, you know, maths, English, languages, yeah. sciences, art and design were at the bottom. There was something you hardly ever did. So it was, I grew up in a very different world. And now fast forward 25 years or whatever it is, 30 years, it's, it's very different. It's now, it's now the job everybody wants. But the exactly, problem, yeah. the problem is with that, is that everybody's looking for shortcuts. Everybody's looking for quick ways to win. You know, I think people, you know, I say with the growth of social media and influence and all the rest of it, you know, you've got people who have been designing logos for a year, calling themselves a logo coach, and they can't even design themselves. And you just kind of it's, it's, it's quite scary, you know, as somebody who is, you know, like 20 years in the industry now, pretty much, you know, watching what's happening and people are learning from people who don't know what they're talking about. And there they go and tell that to somebody else, which is why I'm kind of like, you know, I think that's why I'm very passionate about teaching people the right way. Not necessarily what I do is right, but I know it's based on decades worth of experience of actually working with clients. So there's people who are teaching people how to get clients and they don't have any clients themselves. It's it's absolute mad. But this is what the facade of social media does. If you can build a following, you know, 
can build an audience and people suddenly start to think, well, you've got X amount of followers. You must know what you're talking about. But it's such a different game, you know. So, yeah, it's, I think that's maybe why I'm definitely leaning in over the next decade into more of the educational kind of space because I want to try and bring back some... And there's lots of people who do do it. I think the future, I think Chris Day do it very well as well. I think there's, you know, Mike Janda's a great leader. I think when it comes to kind of talking about design, there's some, I mean, there's some fantastic designers out there who are, who have been designers who are now coaching. And I think, you know, I think they're the people that we should be listening to rather than some other people. But I think like with there's the rise of like educational content, I really feel like I, there's this place for me where mm. I want to tell people how it really is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? All the great mm. content, like, it is not going to happen overnight. You know, it is not going to, it didn't, it didn't, you know, it's only like Made by James is kind of doing well now, but that's 20 years in the making, you know, Draplin, Doe, Cantina, you know, all of like, Shay, um, you know, Jessica Welsh, you know, all these people, they've been doing it for decades, you know. And what people see now is the kind of reward for determination, hard work, and just getting on with it, even when it was tough. So, yeah, yeah that's kind of my rant over, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so have you always been... Um clear about wanting to zone in on if we speak about zoning in or yeah so thinking about have you always realized that this is it like i want to be in logo design or you know or have you had like that winding road (laughs) yeah i mean why you know my road it was very very windy you know at the early 20s i was a druggie stealing shit from people and getting kicked out of schools and all sorts. And, you know, I think I, I, I'm truly don't believe in the kind of follow your passion mm. kind of narrative. I don't think it's healthy. Like I said, because, you know, if I was following my passion in my early twenties, I'd have been a, a rugby player. We say I'll be a rugby playing, whiskey drinking, mm weed smoking i don't know whatever else those are all my passions so i would have got right. absolutely you know what i mean so i think you know i think passions and i think passions are rewards for perseverance you know i i was in design for like 20 years you know i started the bottle like i said i worked in an agency found myself a little agency job and i did Photography, I did Photoshop, I did animation, I did web, I did very little branding, I did print, I did all sorts of stuff for five years. And, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, at that time, I was getting some money. I didn't know if it was something I wanted to do forever. You know, and in fact, I was doing things like teaching as well. You know, I was also doing a tattoo apprenticeship. You know, I was finding trying to find something that I wanted to stick to you know and it's funny enough you know if I'd given myself that if you said to me 20 years ago can you see yourself in design for 20 years I might have said I don't really know do you know what I mean and that's why it's such a difficult thing to answer because I know what it takes to find those passions but yeah 
through working on all those things, I started to understand that I really, you know, I've my trauma starting to train my creative brain. I can start to see things slightly differently. I started to really enjoy typography and, you know, I really enjoyed branding. You know, one of my kind of managers at the early age or my first agency, he, he always said things like, a great way to learn is to just watch adverts. And when they're doing like animation adverts or there's kind of CGI or there's something, think about how they built that. So whenever I'm looking at an advert now, I'm always going, well, they probably used that animation tool. They probably did that. They probably grew that first and then they animated. And it's quite a, when you look at, when you break things down and think about how they're made, you know, you start to see the world a little bit differently and you start to break yeah. things down and work things out. So that's something I've always done. And then I start to find a bit of love for, yeah, like brandy. I've always been into my brands. You know, I've always been a big kind of lover of like, you know, I've been like bought and worn and, you know, invested in the same brands that I have for the last 30 years. You know, I've always loved the kind of slightly tattoo skate culture surf culture vibe so kind of really leaning into those passions and those things that i loved as a kid you know and you know those brands were always on those brand identities they were creating around their brands you know were always pushing boundaries you know they weren't safe they were quite illustrative like super edgy you know and you know, over time, you know, since I've kind of developed as a logo designer, decided to niche niche into brand identity design, I've brought those passions and loves into my work. You know, a lot of hand-drawn stuff, a lot of like trying to do stuff that other people wouldn't do because it doesn't fit the rules of logo design. So I'm always trying to kind of break the boundaries a little bit when it comes to obviously remaining with making sure the rules are followed, yeah, it has to work ultimately. So, um, <laughs> you know, so everyone just doing something that doesn't work anywhere. So, yeah, for me, I think, you know, time is logo design for me. You know, brand identity for me is a reward of close to 15 years in the design industry and finding my feet and finding my passion. My logo design found me through yeah. hard work, I would say. So, wow. It's amazing finding finding yourself through hard work. I think that is uh, yeah, no, nice. and I, yeah. But I think that's like one of the biggest problems today because everything is like I got to a hundred thousand followers in four weeks. I made seven figures in a year. You know, and the problem is with that is that there's no real background context to that. So that person who made maybe seven figures in a year, they they might have been working every single day for the past 15 years to get to that. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, yeah. I think what it is, is that it's what you see and what you don't see is what scares me. It's just people are just showing wins and not all the failed businesses behind them, for example, right. that hasn't yeah. worked, you know, and, and that, that's the problem, you know, it's the, you know, as creatives, especially, you know, self-doubt comparison, you know, um, it's a natural thing and it's only, heightened by the accessibility of watching pe people being able to succeed and people making money and them only showing that side rather than the difficult stuff, right. you know. 
And that's fine. You know, I understand Like, you don't want social media to be this big old misery guts <laughs> place. But, you know, I think it's I think it's important to share the wins and the losses. Yes. Stress and the challenges. Yeah, we all have them. We all have them. And I think of, uh, I've shared some very dark times, you know, with the world on social media and people have like, being like, why would you do that? You know, that's going to stop you from getting clients. That's going to stop you from doing that. It's done the opposite. Yeah. It's literally done <laughs> the absolute opposite. It's probably tripled, if not quadrupled, my client systems. So, sorry, my phone is going off. I'm turned it off. That's sorry. okay. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, I think it's really important to, yeah. I mean, this, and this is kind of when we're talking about focus and when we're talking about yeah. kind of clarity early on. I think, you know, what we need to all do is to really figure out what happiness and success look like, like inwardly to us. Yeah. You know, imagine there's no social media. You know, imagine there's no anything else, you know, getting in straight in your mind. Go like, well, I'd like to earn 30 grand a year or I'd like to have... 10 clients a year, you know, and I'd like to turn over this. Um, in five years' time, I'd like to grow my business, blah, 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 blah. Making these kind of like winning aspirations for ourselves, let's call them, what they do is they allow you to have like the idea is that you've got to have goals or you've got to have a winning aspiration to know if you want. There's no point being involved and not winning you know you if you if you want to earn 20 or 30k you know if you earn 25 yeah it's great but you haven't got there so what what things could you have done differently to get to that kind of thing do you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i think having goals like personal goals and things that you want to achieve in life are really important but and don't and not getting distracted by what somebody else's goals are yeah. is the key because I think that's what a lot of people are doing is a lot of people may, again, I hate to generalize, I keep doing it. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a stupid thing that I do, but I, do, I speak to a lot, of, a lot of creatives online all the time. They're, they're actually living somebody else's dream. Do you know what I mean? Because they've seen it work for them. They've, yeah. seen, they've seen the success now, not yeah. the 20 years of hard effort prior. And they're thinking, that's what I want. Yeah. But it's not. You just want maybe their following or you might want their successful course or you might want a book out. But that's not that's not necessarily your journey. I think we have to the what the best thing I ever did was when I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. You know, when I say you know, I'm gonna do my goddamn best, you know, work for my clients, I do it. When I say I'm gonna launch a course, I do it. When I say I'm gonna launch a community, I do it. When I say I'm gonna launch a coaching program, I do it. I don't talk about it. I don't get distracted by stuff. You know, um, I like to call myself a doer, not a talker. There's a lot of people talking on <laughs> social media, talking a great game, but they're doing fuck all. Do you know what I mean? I know people with hundreds of thousands of followers with no clients. You know, I know people, like I said, who've got tens of thousands of followers coaching people and they're awful. They are awful at what they do. And I'm trying not to be rude here, but they are. They've only been doing it for like 18 months. You cannot be an expert in anything if you've been doing it for 18 months. So, but I think, like I said, it's like what people are trying to do is they're 
Like, well, why would I want to work when I can get money as an influencer? Mm. Or, you know, the rise of YouTube, you know, the yeah. rise of TikTok, the rise of Instagram. You know, people don't want to work anymore. They want to grow an audience and then they want to make money off that audience. That is, I think, the biggest problem within the design world today is yeah. people want to grow an audience, not build a career. So um, that's... Again, you know, old man ranks, but I, you, know, <laughs> you know, it does it does worry me. Like, there's so many talented people out there, and there's so many fantastic designers who do struggle with social media or putting themselves out there and all the rest of it. And there's so many shit designers yeah. who are confident in their shitness, but mm. growing audience and doing okay. So, you know, it's just something. Yeah, like I said, it's just. I mean, we have to evolve or die, is what yeah. I say. You know, yeah. you've got to, you've got to kind of evolve with it, and you've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I do worry you know, because I think maybe seven. I, I, I'd almost guarantee that seventy percent of the logo designers, for example, you see online or on Instagram today, will not be there in two years' time because right. they would have made their money. They'd have realised that it is tough and they would have gone to find the next trend. Yeah. You know, I think that's the problem is trend hopping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you um, have an amazing following now after years of hard work <laughs> um, and being amazing, of course. So, and your course is all about showing the real deal behind logo design. Would you feel like you're also tackling having many ideas? I, I, mm -hmm. um, in your course, you're tackling this. What would your biggest tip and takeaway be in how to deal with having? What well, how to well, as a as a creative person? Yeah, having having all these ideas. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I think it's a great question. Let me just think properly. I think. What am I trying to say? So I, I think it's okay to have many ideas. I think the problem is, is trying to do all those ideas at once. Right. So when, for example, I did my course, I knew I wanted to do a course. Uh, so to do that, I knew I had to do nothing but that course. So I stopped all client work. I said no to thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds worth of money to make sure I got that course done. You know, I said no to podcasts. I said no to any other opportunity coming in because I knew I had to focus. I wouldn't be able to do that unless I focused on the course. And it was the same with the book. I took time off, as much time off as I could I probably should have taken off more time, but it was during COVID and all the rest of it. So we all had a little bit more time in our hands. But I, I think like, I'm a big believer in, you know, I've got loads of ideas. I've got loads of things I want to do, but I have to do them one at a time. So for example, number one was the book for me, you know, then it was the course. Recently, the course kind of launched, as you know, like a few months back now. Um, over the last few months, I've had client work again, which I booked in before the course. Now it's stopped. You know, I'm not taking on any more client work because I'm just right. about to start my 12-week my, um, 12 coaching program. So that's now my focus, you know. So 
then like next year, I know that, you know, I'm going to be building, you know, I'm going to be really leaning into, I mean, I own the trademark logo life. So logo life is going to be a bunch. Now my aim is to create the best and most accessible content on the planet for brand identity designers. That is my dream. That is what logo life is. So that is going to be documents, resources, like mini, mini courses between 30 and 50 bucks on a specific topic, like mastering client calls or kind of questions for clients or building out presentation decks or and everything focused on brand identity and design. Like that is what Logo Life is. I know. So I'm going to be building that, changing my, I need to change my website. I need to get my funnel sorted. I need to start automating some stuff. Yeah. But that is my focus now. So I'm saying like this morning, I said no to 15Ks worth of work from wow. a couple of clients because I know I need to say no to that to get this done. Right. You know, I think I think that's the biggest the biggest thing I have learned since kind of focusing a little bit more on made by James and helping other creatives is that you need to say no to stuff to be able to say yes to yourself sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I've said yes to clients for 20 years almost. Like I said, it's I've loved it, it's great, but I've got big dreams for myself. Oh, I know I can help a lot of people. So over the next quarter, you know, next six months or throughout like four months or whenever, you know, I'm going to be doing my coaching program, but I'm also going to be building assets that are going to help people, help more clients. You know, I can only help like, let's say 30, 40 clients a year at the moment. Yeah. But if I help maybe 40, 50 designers, I can start to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times that. Help clients. Yeah, so it's kind of like if I can help designers win, I know I can help their clients win as well. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. And I get yeah. to kind of really focus on, you know, I, I love helping people. I, I, I you know, I, I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like I, I, have, a, I have a different approach. It's, it's not particularly rigid. It's quite fluid, <laughs> um, as you know. So, but I think it's, you know, I, yeah, I, it's something that, you know, it's, it's the next challenge for me. Yeah. That's what I think it is. It's like, logo, just build my agency, great. Niche into logo design, great. Book, great. Course, great. Right, what's great, next? Great, great, next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing. I always like to be a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> well, yeah, you can, you grow when you, when you're a little bit uncomfortable, you grow. If you don't, then you're staying. Yeah, exactly. You're not evolving then. That is so cool. You have so many amazing things already. You've already done a lot of things and you have so many amazing things ahead of you and us. Can't yeah. wait to see everything that's, that's coming up. Um, so where can people find you best with all this amazing stuff? Great question. So if you, I mean, you can luckily just type in Made by James into Google now and this beard face turns up, which is great. But you know, made.by.james on on Instagram, you know, made by James YouTube, James Martin on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn's quite a powerful thing for anybody listening. So if you are a creative and you are in business, get on LinkedIn. It's it's powerful. Yeah. 
Pinterest, Made by James, you can come and check out my website, themadebyjames.com, and join my newsletter. I've got some epic giveaways. I've literally just dropped your your low, mate. Uh, the, yeah. Um, free, it's a 27-page document for, for free. All you've got to do is sign up and you get it on um, intellectual property, a lot of insights on trademark, copyright, patents, and all the rest of it. So, you know, go and get that for freebies. You know, I dropped that yesterday on Instagram, um, what do you call it? Yeah, on Instagram, I just did a quick yeah. little post about it. I didn't really think about anything, so I'm just giving it away. I had like a thousand people sign up to my new... Oh my God. Wow, so you got a lot of new subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great, yeah, isn't it? It's great. I want more people to entertain every week. Yeah. yeah. But you, like, honestly, you are dropping some gems. You have so many amazing, and I'm saying it again, amazing. <laughs> but there's just literally no other word for that. Um, you, your content is so good and so refreshing. You have a real unique approach to everything, which is fantastic. I appreciate so, that, mate. Yeah. I think I've always said, you know, it's much easier to be yourself than to try and be somebody else. Yeah, uh, and lots of people don't like it. You like it. I like, I like it. it. There are lots of people. There are lots of people who don't, and that that's okay. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah we've that's got, okay. We've got to stop trying to please everybody because right. it's stopping us fulfilling our potential. Yeah. Be yourself, you know, and you'll win. You know, you don't have to have the whole pie. Just a tiny little piece of it. Yeah, little crumbs on the head. Little crumbs. Yeah. So would that be your quote of the day? Yeah, effort is free. You know, my quote. Yeah. You yeah. know, effort is free. You know, I think it's when you break it down, you can either do nothing or do something. And I'm like, you know, if you want to launch a course, you can do yeah. it. Do it. So yeah. Effort. If you want to get more clients, you can do that. But you have to put more effort in. If you want to do anything, it takes effort. And it only takes time. So, yeah, um, yeah it's all good. Effort is free. Effort is free. I love, love, love that. And I love everything that you've been mentioning today. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. Everybody's listening. Please check out James. He is wonderful. As I said, he's amazing. And he honestly has so many gems for you. So definitely check it out. Thanks, mate. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Yoka's Joyful Journey. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.